the number of coronavirus cases and deaths escalate around the world, COVID-19 is affecting all of our lives in one way or another. Containment measures in the UAE, such as stay-at-home directives, cancelled flights and the closing of schools, malls and beaches, could lead to a drop in revenue for businesses and a cut in income or job losses for residents. With this in mind, many banks in the UAE have rolled out new relief measures to help individuals cope with the fallout of the crisis. For retail customers, the measures include debt repayment holidays of between one and six months, reduced bank charges and lower interest rates on new credit. So how can consumers affected by the crisis take advantage of the measures? And how do you qualify as being affected? I'm Alice Hayne, the personal finance editor of The National, and this week I'm hosting the podcast from my house as I join the many UAE residents working from home. Joining me today is Ambry Moussa, the founder and chief executive of financial comparison website sukalmel.com, who is also a panelist on the National's Debt Panel and will guide us through the types of support we can expect from banks in the UAE. Welcome to the show, Amberine. Hello. Thank you for having me, although uh, virtually, I would say. Yes, absolutely. It's a virtual podcast. So, I mean, as you know, Amberine, there's a lot of new measures coming in from the banks. So why do they need to step up at this time? Look, I think the world has now witnessed lockdowns at an unprecedented scale. I think we've never seen what we're seeing today, and it's a lot of the unknowns now because the situation is such an unknown, of course, different countries have to take care of the population, the economy, and everybody is doing what's best for their for their for their country and the economy. Now, in the UAE, closure of malls, travel restrictions, calls for social distancing are bound to have a serious impact on individuals and businesses. And I think we've seen this. I think all of us have friends, family acquaintances have either lost their jobs or been put on unpaid leaves or have had to do a 50% reduction uh, for the next three months. So the impact on the financial health of individuals and businesses is definitely at stake. Um, a lot of people are, are are living a certain lifestyle that that involves debt, that involves a lot of businesses have loans. So obviously, the banks, the governments, and individuals, all three stakeholders, I think, should feel as responsible as you could be in a situation like that. This is a completely unknown situation. It's unforeseen. And I think um, a lot of us have the idea of, well, what are the governments doing about it? What are the banks doing about it? But I think one of the messages I want to send across is it's not just what is the government doing about it or what is the bank doing about it? But what are all three of us as stakeholders doing about it? And we should all feel responsible to act in certain ways that, that can help everybody get out of, of this crisis. Um, so I think when it comes to banks, though, is um, why do should they be stepping up? Is because a lot of us, and they form part of the equation of how to solve this economic crisis, um, which started with a health crisis. So I think banks are stepping up. Um, and they're stopping up due to a couple of reasons. One is to support the economy. Second is they've been told by the central banks who's act- who've actually come out with 100 billion dirhams of package, which was announced on the 14th by the central bank and has urged banks to come and play their part. As I said, I think everybody has a part to play and the rules ha- the banks have stepped up to play their part in supporting the economy. 
And what kind of issues do you think we're going to see with borrowers, you know, particularly individual borrowers? What kind of problems will they face in the coming weeks and months? Look, I think, first of all, reduced income, unpaid leaves, layoffs are putting a lot of pressure on people's financial resources. And now you add a level of debt onto the mix and things can easily spiral out of control. Um, as the impact of the crisis trickles down to individual and small businesses, banks are starting to see mispayments, defaults. Um, you can't really say people leaving the country anymore because you can't let your flights in and out of the country. But as the time passes by, people have a certain level of repayment out of their income. Now, if your income drops by 50%, your debt burden ratio highly likely is exceeding the level of income you have. Um, and I think this is one part of, of what we've been trying to do at Sukul Mal for years on end now, trying to build the awareness of the enforcing events. And I honestly think we are at a time where a lot of individuals are going to be seeing this as a wake-up call. All the education, I mean, between yourselves, Alice, the national newspaper and Sukul Mal, all the debt panels that we've been doing over the years is exactly for this reason, is to build awareness around you know what, there are things that can go wrong that is out of our control. And this crisis is completely out of control. As you say, you know, we've been doing the debt panel for many years, Amberine, and, uh, you know, people are already in trouble. Not not everybody, but a lot of people are writing to us and they're already, their backs are up against the wall financially. They just don't have an emergency fund in place. They don't have any financial backup at all. And so they were already struggling. So if you throw in a, a, a salary reduction in there, this is just going to tip them over the edge. Completely. And I think this is the time where many of us should take this as a wake-up call saying, if that had to happen again, how am I living my lifestyle? How much debt do I have? How much of my income goes out? And I always say, you know, if you're taking, if you're borrowing money to buy a house, to take a loan or any other reason, if tomorrow you lose your job for unforeseen reasons like the crisis we're going through right now, how long can you survive? And will it take for you to get another job or the crisis to pass, and how long do you have that you can sustain the basics of the basic, which is food, rent, school fees, right? So what can I see coming? Things are going to get worse from a financial health perspective, um, depending on how long this crisis lasts for, and how long can the banks and even the central banks sustain the help and the stimulus package will determine how damaging the crisis is to the financial health of the population. So what are the main ways that banks are actually looking to support customers? What are the kind of main initiatives that you're seeing? Um, so there are quite a few initiatives. A lot of the banks have gone out and, um, and, and come up with. If you look at the various banks in the country, they all have come up with pretty similar uh, examples of how to support um, our consumers. Having said that, though, consumers need to be aware there are terms and conditions attached to these. And number two, so please do read the terms and conditions. For example, one of the banks, one of the international banks, one of the condition is that um, you must be, they're limited to customers who are up to date with their payment obligations. This is when you'll be able to avail um, the, new, the new regulations or the, the, the new initiatives that have been done by the banks. So please do check the terms and conditions. Now, couple of ones that are very across the board is for borrowers who've been impacted by the outbreak, you can have your loans repayment deferred for up to three months. 
Now, I've seen some banks do it for people who've been impacted and have been impacted by the virus itself, not financially. They still have their jobs, but they've had the, the virus and they've tested positive for it. They can avail. Others have only mentioned if you've been financially impacted by the outbreak, you can have your loan repayments deferred for up to three months. That is almost across the board from all the different banks. For all the other borrowers, they can actually ask and apply for one month repayment holiday at no extra fees. Um, others are actually Abu Dhabi leading banks offering a three month repayment holiday for all of them at a 50% reduction in bank charges on, on, on loans and credit cards. Um, you've also banks, you've also got banks who've gone out and said, you know what, we're going to support the community and everybody who needs an installment plan for your school fees and your groceries, which are the basics, can do so at a 0% plan. Some, does, some are doing it until June and some banks are doing up to six months down the line. Um, that is mainly for individuals. Now, interesting topic um, to discuss here is there is one side of things, which is a support for consumers, but I have seen banks actually making the most of the situation and using that opportunity to acquire new customers. For example, one of the local banks are now offering higher credit limits to, to, to help customers if they have more expenses to pay because their income has gone down. But I've also seen banks actually saying, you know what, we're going to give you installment on all your expenses on your credit card, not just um, the basics that you actually need, which is school fees and and, and and, and groceries. So there are ways as well that banks are using those to potentially attract new customers. They're giving out better rates um, to attract new customers to move to them. So interesting times for banks. I think they're both using it um, to actually support the community, but at the same time, you know, in every problem, as they say, when you're in business, whenever there are issues, there's also opportunities to get a for. Absolutely. My one concern is, though, if you are taking on, you know, a, a debt repayment holiday or you're taking on more credit because there's there's more available to you, does this not push the problem further down the line? Some point you've got to pay, they've still got to pay that back. No, absolutely. But that's why, as you've seen, it's people who've been impacted financially can have the three months deferred payment because what we're expecting that in the next three to four months, salaries will go back to normal. And so these customers who've been impacted will be able to repay that. The issue is when you're taking a payment holiday for three months, your repayments double up later on. So yes. So if you're going to apply for a three, three months deferred payment, make sure that the crisis is over and you're back to your original salary. You can afford to pay back the three months you did not pay. So be very well aware of that. It's not a wave of the repayment. It's a deferment of the payment. And how will, the, do you think they'll just extend the amount of time that you pay that three months back? How will it then be passed on further down the line? Listen, I think um, banks are playing it by ear and I think everybody is. It's something we've never seen before and the laws and, and the, the, the packages are being changed and refined as we go along. The terms and conditions that banks clearly state that we're refining the packages as we go along and we reserve the right to do that depending on the situation and depending on how the, the crisis actually evolves. Some banks may decide to say, you know what, we'll give you an installment payment for the next 12 months. So the three months repayment that you were supposed to pay us as in deferred, we'll give you another 12 months to pay for that as you start paying your regular repayment through. I think we'll have to wait and see how the banks um, actually react to the three months, it might actually be that the crisis lasts another six months. 
nobody really knows that. And I think this is what's causing so much fear as well is the unknown. They've also, I've noticed that they've also cut quite a lot of the charges. So for example, ATM charges, if you take money out from a different ATM, or if you take cash advance on your credit card, some of those charges have been reduced. There's a lot of kind of little charges that we might not necessarily pay attention to that are also being cut. Absolutely. And I think this is a great time. And I think, again, another wake up call to consumers saying, oh my God, I didn't actually realize there's so many charges. At the same time, though, I think it's a great support for, for consumers where they're stuck from, look, I do have school fees. I mean, I personally just got my school invoice to pay for time three and my kids are not even going to school. To be fair, they still have costs to bear. Teachers are still being paid. They're still working very hard. And, and my kids go to Horizon English School, then I can tell you that. I mean, the teachers are on call day in, day out, trying to help students get through and trying to help parents get through. Having said that, though, is we're all, you know, going through either pay cuts or decreasing revenues. So we're all impacted in all together. And those every single dirhams, I think, does make a difference to the day to day life of, of consumers today. So hats off to the banks who've stepped up and, and um, done a great job trying to, to, to make things easier on all consumers. Uh, but having said that, I think consumers should use this as an opportunity to, one, relook at your finances. What kind of lifestyle are you living? Are you living above your means? Are you, is your lifestyle dependent on the debt and on that credit card payment? Are you going above your credit limit every single, every single month? Um, and I think one big shout out to consumers, as much as banks are trying to support you, only use it in case of emergency. Don't go out and take a credit because it's 50% credit um uh, 50% off on all charges if you go over limit on your on your credit card the banks are offering 50% off on this i mean do you actually need this are you using this as another lifestyle change or are you using it because you actually need to pay for school fees and groceries and your salary has gone up so a big shout out to all residents out there do use all the package and stimulus and help and support banks are giving you only on emergency situations and not to continue a certain lifestyle. We are literally only spending on food. We're not putting petrol in the car because we're not driving about all over the place. We're not going to the mall to do any shopping. All those little costs that you that fritter out of our accounts every month that, you know, sort of everyday lifestyle costs have gone. And so as a result, we're just not spending. And this is a fantastic opportunity, particularly for those who are able to reclaim their regular income to just store that cash. Because as you say, we just do not know how long this is going to end, um, how long this is going to go on for. And uh, it's also an opportunity to change that financial mindset and think very carefully about what you spend on. And it's amazing now that we're not spending that you realize you don't need any of those things. You know, we can, we're perfectly happy at home playing board games and uh, sort of interacting as a family. We don't need all those other things at the moment. I, so I have a little bit of a, of an addition to that. I, I don't totally agree that we're not spending. It'll be interesting to see the growth in online shopping. On the, I think we're not going out and using petrol. We're not going out to restaurants anymore. But just have a look at the increase in home delivery. Have a look at an increase in entertainment on TV costs. Have a look at an increase in online spending. That's actually gone quite high. We're actually doing a story now on the adoption of the online services and people who've never used it before. Because now people are being pushed to use the digital 
um, digital channels for their online shopping, for their grocery shopping, for their for their, for their clothes shopping, for 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 uh, such like Amazon, for all different electronics and 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 gadgets to have in the house. I actually think if you're not careful, the fact that you're not going to work and you're home and you need some sort of entertainment, I would actually be careful on how quickly using your credit card on online shopping can go through. So I think as much as we're not going out to spend money, I think there's other ways to spend money through the digital world. Let's have a think about um, SME customers as well, because the banks have also rolled out a lot of measures for for those um, banking customers too. And how, how are they getting support at the moment? Um, yeah, so there are quite a bit of, of um, support for SMEs as well. And one of the areas that affects myself, Sukal Mal, um, uh, is ba- basically some of the banks have actually gone out and said, well, we're going to do 50% of merchant fees. So a lot of the online businesses who depend on merchant fees, i.e. when you use your credit card online, there is a charge to Sukal Mal. So every time somebody purchases their insurance policy online, we pay a certain amount to the banks to allow the credit card charges. So that's gone down to 50%. Um, there is also um, quite a fair bit of, of um, support to different SMEs when it comes to payment holiday on the, um, on the loans, if you have any. Uh, so merchant fees have gone down. There is deferred payment for up to three months. Again, it applies to all the existing um, borrowing. The, them, some of them have gone down to zero balance account and decrease the bank charges by 50%. Others are actually telling the SMEs, you know why we used to have a certain minimum amount you should have had in your bank. We allow you to take that out and only keep it to, to 10,000 dirhams because we understand that you need cash into the business at this point of time because highly likely a lot of the SMEs revenue are seeing a downfall. Absolutely. And and what is your... Um take on what the foreign banks are doing because obviously UAE banks have were the first to come out with big measures a lot of them have clubbed together so for example in Dubai Emirates MBD Mashrek Commercial Bank of Dubai Dubai Islamic Bank and Emirates Islamic Bank came out with a kind of club of measures that they were all putting in place and the same in Abu Dhabi first Abu Dhabi Bank Abu Dhabi Commercial Bank and Abu Dhabi Islamic Bank clubbed together with their approach to relief for customers but the foreign banks are separate. So what sort of measures have they been putting in place? Um, so what we've seen with the foreign banks is very similar to the local banks, right? Because most of the foreign banks remember that in the UAE, they need to have a local presence. Uh, so most of the international brands, they're still accountable for, for, for local regulations. Um, they've done all pretty much similar. But one thing we've seen as a difference in the international banks is an increase, a temporary increase in the credit card limit and a higher daily cash withdrawal limits at the ATM. This was particular to the international banks um, on top of the rest um, of what the local banks are actually doing. Okay. And what would your advice be for borrowers at the moment? People worried about jobs, salaries, debt, you know, what strategy should they take at this time? Because it is a worrying time for a lot of people. I think absolutely correct. I think we, we're all seeing something we've never seen before. We're all facing financial difficulties that we would have never thought we would we would face, right? We, we've never thought a virus could take over the world and lock down countries the way that we have. So I think the first message I have to everybody is take a long, hard look at your budget. Sit down and you, you're at home. Sit down, review that budget and cut back on any discretionary spend. And the reason I'm saying this is because cash is king at the moment. 
you need to be in a position where you can survive the crisis and weather it out. And the only way to do that is remove any spending that is not really necessary. Think especially, you know, that goes on the credit card and every single month just get paid off on its own. Um, subscription subscription expenses, do we really need them? Yes or no? First of all, look at your budget. Look at your emergency savings. And if you don't have one, it's maybe a right time to start an emergency fund because this will actually give you an idea of what could happen again in the future. And let's make sure that in the future, if something like this happen again, you are prepared for it. Credit cards at the moment are very tempting, I have to admit, with increasing credit limits, with decrease in, in credit card charges if you go above the limit, with 0% installment on almost all expenses um, in the next six months. It's very easy to go out there and say, you know what? This gadget I've been looking for, I've been wanting for years, it's actually probably the right time to get it because I don't have to pay any installment in the next three months. Now, you may not have lost your job yet. You may not have had a salary cut or being put on unpaid leave. It may happen. Again, because nobody knows what is going to happen in the next three months, don't assume that the fact that it hasn't happened to you yet, that this will not happen. Your business could potentially, and your, your employer could potentially get in trouble in, an, in three months time or in four months time. So be prepared for that. This is not the time to make the most out of the bank's support consumers to go out and, and do expensive expenses um, that normally you wouldn't do and that you haven't been able to, to afford until today. And be flexible. I think be very flexible, be agile. And I think it's funny because when I talk about how to manage your finances, I do this on a daily basis with Sukalman myself. Every day we look at the expenses and what are we spending on? Is this really necessary? How are revenues planning through? How do we weather this crisis? I mean, as Sukalmal, we also need to be aware of how long is this crisis going to go on for? And how do we set ourselves up exactly like an individual? So think about a startup, be agile at the time of the crisis and be okay with life-changing events. Be okay with changing the way you normally spend and the way you would normally live your life. Um, and, and honestly, I would say, take a step back and see, is this the right time for a career change? Maybe not, you know, stick to what you've got at the moment and do whatever needs to be done. Think about emergency savings. If you don't have it, it's probably the right time to start it. Don't overspend, although the consumer support from banks are very attractive. Do not take this for a lifestyle spend, but only tap into it for emergencies. And if you're going to go out there and look at applying for this three months repayment holiday, then make sure that you can afford it when things go back to normal. So start saving more now that when the repayment is, is due in three months time, you can actually afford it. It doesn't hit you back into more debt than you've been before. Absolutely. This is definitely a time of change management where we all have to adapt because the, the, the story changes every single day. Have your finances been affected by coronavirus at all? If so, write to us with your questions or concerns to pf at the national.ae. Remember, that's pf for personal finance. So we're now going to take a question from a listener, um, and this is from WL in Dubai. And she writes, I have lost my job and I'm now worried about a personal loan I have with my bank, as well as a credit card, which has a small outstanding balance on it. When I approached the lender for help, I was told that only someone who was actually diagnosed with the virus and is in hospital could be helped. Is this the case? So from what I understand, she, the bank has 
come back to her and told her that it's only you're only classed as affected if you actually have the virus itself. I mean, what would you say to that, Amberine? So banks have introduced relief measures, not just only for those infected by the virus. Actually, countless others who've been financially impacted due to the crisis as well. So I'm not sure which bank that is, but typically what we're seeing, most banks, the terms and conditions is for you to bring um, either a letter from the Ministry of Health that you've been infected by the virus or a proof that your salary has been cut or proof that revenues, if you're self-employed, that your revenues have gone down by more than 20% um, or that you've been put on unpaid leave. So as long as you've got proof of impact of the crisis on either your health or your financials, you should be able to get relief by the different banks. And I mean, it could be that that person was speaking to a call centre agent. And sometimes I find with banks that, you know, news filters through slowly. So it could be that the person that they spoke to on the phone didn't have the full information at that stage because it is, it's a changing story. It's changing by the hour. So it could be that all the full information hadn't filtered through at that point. So hopefully by now, WL will have the support that they need. You're absolutely correct. And I think if you're facing that kind of difficulty, either reach out to the national or to Sukulmala cells and we potentially can help you reach out to the banks and get the right information for you. Well, that is very good advice. Thank you very much for your time today, Amberine. You're absolutely welcome, Alice. Thank you this week to my guest, Amberine Musa of Sukulmala.com. If you would like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me on pf at thenational.ae. And remember that PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to the podcast in your podcasting app to receive weekly updates and also leave a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison. I've been your host, Alice Haynes.